Hey, it's Tim, and we got a pretty uh, pretty awesome podcast for you this week. But it's uh, we're gonna do something a little different because it ran really long. It's actually about an hour and forty minutes, which is about twice as long as one of our normal podcasts. So we're actually going to go ahead and split this into two parts, uh, as far as topic goes. The topic of this week is aging. Uh, based upon Sam's experiences when he was wrestling and he got injured and that's what started the conversation. So we're actually talking about physical stuff and then it actually goes into kind of a lifestyle thing. And it's it's pretty cool. So we're, like I said, we're splitting it into two parts. Um, but you don't have to wait a week in between. And we're actually, obviously we're releasing the first part today. And then part two actually just comes in a couple days on Thursday. So... Enjoy part one of the How Should I Bro podcast on aging. Greetings, all my podcast fanatics. You're listening to the How Should I Bro Show, and it is brought to you by a couple of awesome places. The first one is Show Me Comics. They're the premier independent comic book company in the entire solar system. They bring to you their 64-page full-color graphic novel. It's called Hafu. So if you're a fan of action, and you're a fan of drama, and you're a fan of just badass comic books, then go to showmecomics.com, and for only $9.99 plus shipping and handling, you can get this 64-page full-color badass book that a lot of people have bought and a lot of people are talking about. We're also brought to you by Extreme Krav Magan Fitness, located in the Gravoy Bluffs area of Fenton, Missouri. That is where I do all of my personal training, my boot camps, my MMA classes. They do self-defense, CCW, and everything up there. It is an awesome place. Check them out. You can check them out online at xkm-stl.com. Alright guys, I'm just going to say it. Getting old sucks, asshole. Getting old sucks. And accepting the fact that it's Was never going to change. getting old sucks, comma, asshole, or getting old sucks, asshole? It sucks, well, if asshole. if you had heard any it of our sucks. cornholing episodes. <laughs> no. It sucks, old asshole. And what really sucks is accepting the fact that there's no point where it's going to go in reverse. We're not going to get any younger. It's going to continue <laughs> getting older until we fucking die. And that's a bitter pill to swallow. I think Jordan agrees because he's... Uh, Holding a beer can. Dude, I look fucking young. Look at me. How old do you think I am? You're wrong. I'm old as fuck. But I don't look like it. So go fuck yourself. Tim, you're the oldest looking one out of all of us with that humongous oh, grizzly beard. Do you, do you ever get mistaken for being uh, younger? 70? <laughs> no, the beard actually does make me look older, I think. Well, I I had something happen uh, this this past week oh, that had me really kind of reexamining things and where I'm at in life and my age. I uh, so I do I do professional wrestling, right? And I've been getting more into it lately. And I went out on a road trip to Florida. Went out to Orlando and I wrestled for a company. It's kind of a hybrid thing called Full Impact Pro and Evolve. And I wrestled on their uh, little internet pay-per-view thing. And the match went really well. But for the first time ever, I was knocked unconscious and suffered a concussion. So 
I took a move wrong, and the fucked up thing is I can't remember anything for about a 30-minute period from the time I was knocked out until I was standing backstage talking to people like I just came out of a dream. Now, even though that's the first time I've ever suffered a concussion and actually like lost consciousness but was still awake... Um, over the years, I have taken many shots to the head. I've been kicked. I've been punched. I've been hit with chairs. I mean, I've, I've sustained multiple trauma to my skull. And it makes me start to wonder if this concussion and everything I went through was because of the particular move or if because my head's been slammed around so many times that it's getting to the point it can't take it like it used to. Now, being someone that's that's grown up around fighting and been in it and watched it, I know of a lot of fighters that had these fucking iron chins until they hit a certain age and they got to where they couldn't take a punch anymore. And I'm starting to get worried that that's where I'm at and that makes me go, you know what? Is it because of the move or is it because of age? Now, all of us at this table are all between our early to mid-30s. We are not old. In fact, we are about in the prime of our life. But let's face it, we're not that far from that corner that turns us into middle-aged. We're not there yet, but we're getting close to it. And it's a fucking bitter pill to swallow when you start to think that far ahead and you realize how much that you're looking back on. So let's start with this stuff. Aging is a bitch. Wouldn't you say so, Tim? I would absolutely say so. I didn't expect that I would get so depressed within the first five minutes of a podcast, but thank you for doing that to me. I'm sorry that I, dep- <laughs> that I sent you into depression. I don't think about my, mor- my mortality too much. <laughs> Which I think when I'm saying this, I'm probably projecting myself into the future because at I'm 33 I'll be 34 in a few weeks, and the mustache makes me look a little older and a little gayer. But, I mean, physically, I feel great. I'm probably in better shape now than I was at any other point in my life, especially in my teens and 20s. But like I said, the whole concussion thing and what I'm starting to wonder that my head can take anymore and the recovery you know, like I train my ass off, but holy shit, there are times when I feel fucking horrible afterwards and um, just not the same. And it kind of sucks because I got to look at it and go, well, I am in my mid-30s and there's certain things that it's going to take me longer to recover for. I have to prepare a lot longer and I'm only going to be able to sustain this for a certain period of time before it continues to decline and affect me. Now... Jordan, who has been drinking this entire podcast, how much drink a podcast? Th- dude. How much do you think <laughs> aging has affected your ability to drink alcohol and not become impaired mentally? So, because I think you've gotten better. So, I think you've gotten better with age. Like uh, many of our world leaders, I'm going to dodge that question. <laughs> and what I'm going to say is, you're kind of a glass half full of hot cum mm-hmm. I'm kind of a glass half full of marshmallow fluff like one <laughs> of those obviously more tasty based on your lifestyle but I think the majority of the population would go with the marshmallow fluff Sure. so what I'm saying is you are kind of presenting the fact that we're breaking down you know we're we're entering that age and I completely agree you're right, right. we start to feel some of the pain 
But where I'm going to take the optimistic marshmallow fluff view is what just happened to us in our 30s is our check oil light came on. Mm-hmm. All right? That's, that's a good analogy. Yeah, not our our car broke down. Right. Instead, we have a chance of how we're going to respond. Right. Okay? Whereas in your 20s, you're just gunning it and no light's coming on. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, if you were more healthy in your 20s, maybe your check oil light doesn't come on till later. But regardless, that's the point that I feel where it's really important that you make some life decisions. Completely. And for anybody that's listening to this podcast, we're in an excellent age to talk about this, I think. Yes, I that's why I want to bring it up. Fluff. How come it's you okay? like hot cum? It's okay. You can admit it. You like a half glass of hot cum. Now you prefer a full glass, but your stomach's not. No, big enough, it so. has nothing to do with the cum. It's July. I would rather my cum's poured over ice, you know, and kind of given a little swizzle and the lemon spritz. I mean, it's more refreshing. It's, I can see that. It's in winter when you like to put the marshmallows on top of the no. Hot cum what and I drink like to do next to a fireplace <laughs> while you're partner is spread out in nothing but mistletoe underwear do you what i like to, to the do, fire's place <laughs> what i like <laughs> to fire. do in the winter is drink a hot toddy and i don't mean an alcoholic <laughs> beverage i mean a guy named todd with a boner <laughs> 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 all right so we can agree though aging sucks but we're at a great age right now to be able to reflect and i like your analogy about the check oil light because it's completely true and it's not too far away from when you have to start getting fingers shoved up your ass but so so that the podcast isn't too depressing with us going that in let's rewind a little bit and talk about childhood because (laughs) let's talk about childhood it's so great that's the thing about aging is whenever you start off and you're a little toddler. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I fucking love all the toys that Toys R Us did. They're fucking awesome and they got lots of games. So I can tell my mom to go kill herself. Because I'll be in my room not playing sports. Because I love to play PlayStation 4. Exactly, exactly. So let's rewind. Let's go back to our childhood. Whenever you're, whenever you're a little toddler and you're crawling around and you age to the point that you realize what's going on around you and you realize you got these awesome toys and you live out these little fantasy worlds and you've got your video games and you've got no responsibilities and it's probably the greatest point of your life. What toys did you play with when you were a kid? Well, I'm an 80s baby, so I had He-Man, Ninja Turtles, Transformers, Voltron. We had the best. I mean, it's it's really easy for us because we grew up in the 80s. And Dude, to me, the 80s were the best decade to be a child. I play with turtles a lot. And I remember me and my friend had this rule. It's like, I will pick first in figures... Oh, well, if you pick first in figures, I get to pick first in vehicles. All right, fair trade, but then I get to pick first in weapons because we would divide all the turtles, vehicles, figures, and weapons into three piles. And then I remember I was always left with this really weird figure. It was kind of like a cucumber, but it was peach colored. Yeah. And it had like dots all around it. Well, it had dots like around a middle part. And then it had these little like finger things near the tip, and then at the very tip it was smooth. And I don't know what 
turtle it was supposed to be, <laughs> but my friend said his mom bought it. That's all I know. So, this is really weird. And that turtle, you'd play up a certain cave that was, like, right up your backside. Well, the cool thing was that a lot of the turtles were just, like, you had to pull, like, a rip cord to get them to shoot a pizza. (laughs) This turtle was actually battery-powered, which was pretty fucking awesome. Because, you know, it just kind of, like, ran and jumped and bounced around whenever you'd turn it on. And, I mean, it was awesome. It stank, but... But but seriously, think back to when you were like, you know, five or six years old. That's probably the greatest time of your life. And it is it is the first of two times where you wish that you didn't get any older. Because I know when I was that age, I was like, fuck this. I don't want to grow up. Yeah, I want to stay like this. I, I don't want to get any older. Like, I want to stay right here. I was scared of, like, you know, going and starting school. and It's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. <laughs> But it's great. You've got toys. You've got video games. Like it's a great time to be alive. You I don't actually want to be any older. Grabbed my daughter the other day, and she was like, "How many days till kindergarten?" And I was like, "You dumbass fuck! <laughs> this is the time. Yes. Like, you should be dreading starting kindergarten. It's all but, over when yes. you start kindergarten. <laughs> you dumbass." But it, it's, it's funny though to talk about aging because when you. You know, you start to hit those teenage years, and that's all you want to do is become older. You know, once you yeah. become a teenager, like, ooh, I got to be 16 so I can drive, and then I want to be 18 so that I'm out of high school, and then I'm going to be 21 so I can legally drink, and then I want to be this. So it's like all through your teen years, people are constantly thinking they want to be older than what they actually are. I've got a crazy idea. What's that? You started off talking about physical ailments, right? Right. I think it would be good to break this discussion into physical ailments and then to mental, like, you know, what you gain and lose from aging as, like, a person. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Do you you think that'd be a good idea? (laughs) I just want to talk about my prostate. (laughs) You can talk about your prostate. Let's save that to where... Let's save that to where we get... Because I'm just kind of, like, breaking it through here, just, like... Kid years, all the way through teenagers. Yeah, so I was we're just trying now, to follow the flow, and then reflecting so, okay, on okay. what we think it could possibly be in the future, just because we're not there yet. Yeah, I got a little confused because you started out talking about yeah. body breaking down, and yeah. then you went to like regrets in childhood. And so, anyway, back to what we were at. Hopefully, nobody out there is like, "What the fuck?" Um, but like, your teenage years is one of the few times where you want to be older than what you actually are. And then you finally hit it, and you hit your fucking mid-20s or whatever, and you have to live a real life where you've got responsibilities and everything, and you start to go, you know what, I'm not sure if I want to keep going with this. I wish I could stay right here where I'm at. And unfortunately, you can't because nobody can pause father time. And then you hit your 30s, and that's where we're at right now. And it's, as Jordan said, the check engine light is on. This is where you either start to break down and you become old really, really, really fast. Or you keep in check with that stuff and you're able to hold your prime for quite some time. Now, Jordan recently went to the doctor and got a prostate exam. And I think he was wanting to tell us about it and how great it felt. Actually, I got a mouth exam. (laughs) With someone's prostate. <laughs> um, 
do you want to talk about uh, how our bodies break down at this age? Because they do. Uh, sure. You said uh, you got concussed, right? That's right. how we kind of started right. this out. Um, so what I was thinking about was, it's funny that you got concussed. <laughs> no, there was supposed to be no pause there. <laughs> it was funny that you got concussed in the same week that I got fucked up physically, too. Yeah. Because um, we're both pretty much the same age. You're right. like, dude, I got concussed. And I think I said, like, Larry Holmes or something yeah. like that. But I actually got messed up this week, too, and I never told you about it. No, it's here about um, it. You should reveal this on the air in they, front of our No, it's 100% true. I woke up, and I couldn't fit a dick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> actually, it's funny, but it's true. Um, not like I was trying to do it, but I woke up. And I like I felt a little off mm-hmm. in my mandibular area, <laughs> but I went to the gym and I worked out. And then I, for lunch, I went to have a sandwich, and I went to bite the sandwich, and I realized I couldn't open my mouth all the way. Yeah, like I couldn't bite the sandwich. Like mm-hmm. I had to bite like the bottom loaf yeah. and some of the sandwich filling, and then take a second bite at the top loaf and some of the sandwich filling. And people think I'm joking, but that was the whole I can't fit a dick in my yeah. mouth thing. Was I literally couldn't open my mouth as wide as I was, I was supposed to. Yeah. And I was really scared. I didn't know what the hell was going on. And uh, so I kind of went the whole day just thinking, mm-hmm. like I Googled some WebMD type mm-hmm. stuff and kind of put me, you know, peace of mind, but not really. And six months before that, my wife had pointed out to me that when I eat, my jaw clicks. Yeah. And I brought it up to my dentist, and he goes, oh, you know, you really only have to worry about that when it doesn't click, because that means everything is worn out, mm-hmm. and everything's just slipping, you know? And uh, he said, we can get you fitted for, like, a mouth guard, because what you might be doing is grinding mm-hmm. your teeth and moving your yeah. jaw at night and not knowing it. Yeah. Right? So... At the time, I'm like, okay, it's just clicking. It's just a sound. I'm not that worried about it. But suddenly, I wake up, and I can't fit a dick in my mouth. Mm -hmm. So I'm going along, and I go to floss that night, and I go to reach my back teeth, Mm -hmm. and my jaw pops. I just feel it pop like a a real big bang, and suddenly, I can open my mouth all the way. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I know I can force it now. Yeah. So I could feel it slipping that whole night, like from side to side. Mm -hmm. And every time it would slip, because it's interesting, you've never thought about this. How far are you supposed to be able to open your mouth? Right. Do you guys know? No. Mm. Okay. I didn't know either. You're supposed to take your three fingers, your index, your ring, and your middle, and be able to fit them when you do like the Boy Scout salute in your mouth. Like that, right? Can you guys do that? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so imagine what I could do is I could barely fit these two in. Yeah. If you try that and feel what it feels like, then your mouth is not open very wide. And so I would wake up in the middle of the night and try to see how many fingers I could fit in. I'm like, oh, two. And move my jaw over and have it pop. So I did more research, and this is a long, convoluted way of saying the most damage is caused by the way you sleep. Yeah. 
I sleep on my stomach, and a lot of times I'll put my arm kind of under my mm. jaw and and my forehead on the pillow. And what I'm doing is all the pressure, my body weight almost when I sleep, mm. is pushed on my jaw. So for years, it hasn't caused me a problem, but I've been pushing my jaw yeah. over to the side. And the point to fit into your podcast is it catches up with you. My check oil light went yeah. off. Because my jaw popped out of place. Mm-hmm. If I keep doing this behavior, I'll have to get surgery. Right. And probably multiple times before I die. Mm-hmm. Food for thought or food for conversation. I have, throw I it have, out there. I have similar issues with my jaw. Because <laughs> I, I sleep on my stomach too. And I've had that issue where if it mainly feels like, because I've never been able to pop it open, but it's like I pull something in here mm-hmm. so I can only open it so far without a bunch of pain. But yeah, I mean that's that started, I don't know, three years ago, and I've had it twice in three years, and it it just goes away eventually, and I can open it again. But yeah, the, my jaw used to pop a lot, and you said only worry about it if it stops popping. It doesn't pop as much anymore. Yeah, as you it might used want to ask to, your so. dentist, man. I don't have any pains with that, but I have been getting one like in my like shaft area of my penis. <laughs> From having to force it into your mouth <laughs> to get through that that opening, dude, you, have to, squish you, need to take. you have to squish it like a freaking make a sandwich. You need to get a belt <laughs> sander so you shave that down to only two fingers high. When the fucking uh, when I had my kids and the lady at the hospital was describing how you want to shape the breast to give it to the kid, did you do that when you had your kids? No. <laughs> okay, so the lady, you're, what you're supposed to do is take the kind of like the bottom of the top of the breast and kind of yeah. squish it down and up and yeah. out to where you make kind of like a bulbous point to where the nipple is really engorged so the kid can see it and latch on. And what they always called it was making a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so with your cock, you had to make a sandwich to fit Just it, to in fit it into your mouth. <laughs> Now make a sandwich. Yeah. All right. Now he'll come get it. All right. There you go. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not getting any pains there. You know, mine's... but this goes into the concussion thing because yeah. how many times have you hit your head? Exactly. How many times did I sleep on my jaw? Right. You well, know? I went back and I actually watched the match a couple of days ago because I was looking for this. Because originally, I, I I didn't have any pain in my face. Like, driving home, I had no idea what I got knocked out from. And what I thought it was, was, you know, I was planning on throwing myself backwards when I was taking this move. I wanted it to look really good. I thought that maybe I hit my head on the back of the ring because all my pain was in the back of my neck. Nothing on my face indicated that there was facial trauma. So when someone said, like, oh, he came in wild and hit you, with, I was like, no, no, no. The guy didn't hit me with a clothesline. I knocked myself out. Then I watched the show. Oh, no. He came in and fucking clobbered me in the face. A lot of it was my fault. I think I turned into it trying to make it look, you know, really hard. But, no, there was no, like, head contact to the floor. Like, the guy, straight forearm and everything, bam, hit me on the side of the jaw. Was it Gary? No. Oh, okay. Right on. No, it was this British guy. He's an awesome wrestler. Classy dude, too. This is not. Shout out to. Yeah, shout out to Martin Stone. He's wrestling in NXT tonight, which is really awesome. Um, No, I mean, this guy was a total class act, and he was super apologetic about it afterwards. A lot of it, I think, I turned into the hand. But either way, like, 
it, it it wasn't me hitting my head on the back of the ring or anything. Like I I took a hit to the face, but why that concerns me more is I think I would accept it more if it was like I threw my weight back and hit the back of my head because that's like a freak thing that I haven't experienced before with this. I've been hit in the face multiple times. I've taken chair shots. I've been kicked. I've been punched. You know, how it, this little clothesline was actually probably less than other punches and trauma that I've taken to the head. So it's like, why is it now that this is knocking me out and causing a concussion? That is where the aging comes in. I start to go, well, maybe my head just can't take that type of trauma anymore. I would rather it have been some freak <clears throat> thing where I hit my head on the back of the ring that wasn't usual to explain it. But instead, I got to go, well, here's something I've... I've I've taken these before and it didn't have the same effect. Well, do you think 32-year-old or are you 32 or 33? 33. You think 33-year-old Sam could have taken that clothesline better if 20 through 29-year-old Sam didn't take so many chairs to the head? Right. That's what, it, that's, that's what I'm wondering because I've, I've taken shots like that much harder before and the same thing didn't happen. You know, well, you're, uh, I was going to say your story's anecdotal, which is good evidence and and whatnot, but I think there's a lot of evidence out there in the sports world to prove that that is legitimate, you know, yeah. um, in boxing or right. MMA or even car racing, I'll bet they're head banging around. Oh, you completely. Know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the other things that come with aging are just that we're at an age now where we have or we might have you know, either babies at home or toddlers or little kids that take up our time and we get less sleep we're fucking stressed out and your body just can't take it's the same thing like 20 year old me could get by on four hours of sleep no problem 33 year old me that's getting four hours of sleep now because i have to wake up early with the baby and don't go to bed till the certain time it's way different in how it affects me mentally and how it's uh just everything man stress levels and shit like that that come with being older and having more responsibility that also becomes with getting older and physically not being able to do the same things or recover from them the same way i mean obviously there's the mental stress that comes with all the different responsibilities you have with being at this age like i said the kids keeping you up but it's still i could get by on the same amount of sleep whenever i was younger but now it's affecting me a lot greater right so, I mean, are there other things that we're saying non-injury related, just little things that your everyday life you used to be able to get away with that now you can't? Um, I mean, we could talk about, you know, metabolically, obviously your metabolism is going to dip a little bit because in your mid-30s, you start to get a little tiny, tiny decrease of testosterone. So hormonally, we start to go on the decline. It's not a huge drop. You know, a lot of pharmaceutical companies and supplements try to fucking make you think that in your 30s you drop a shit. You don't. I, testosterone-wise, it's just a small decline, but it has started now. But because of that, metabolically, you're going to burn less and less calories each year. So the foods you eat and shit are going to start to accumulate. But that's what I'm looking at. It's just everyday things, not just, you know, injuries and trauma that you're starting to notice that you can't keep up with. For me, the sleep is a big one. That might be my biggest one as well at the moment, or at least the one that's most noticeable. The other one is like physical stuff, like joint. I'm starting to get some joint. No, not necessarily joint. Um, my shoulders are all yeah. fucked up for the most part. It's hard to do certain exercises without getting some kind of pain. For sure. The uh, The other one that comes to mind for me 
is um you know you've you've got the metabolic shift and you've got like some of the things that come with sleep but uh like my my ability to comprehend time and maybe this is <laughs> maybe this is like the whole concussion and trauma to the head thing but and this has been for no, I feel you this has been for a long time where it 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 almost feels like um what used to be hours has now turned into seconds. You know like, that's typical, though. I think when you get older. Remember when you were young and summer vacation lasted yes. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Now my kids have been on summer vacation for what feels like three days, yes. and it's almost over. Yeah. So I think that's a natural part of of what's going on with everybody that gets older. But I've always wondered, is that because we get so many responsibilities that time goes by faster? Or is it because there's also something going on neurologically? I actually, and this was when I was in my 20s, I remember I worked at a a GNC supplement company. And I would have a lot of interesting characters that would come in as customers. And this guy came in who was like in his 60s. And um, I had told him that. I, I said, you know, I... Or I think maybe he mentioned to me something about time going by and whatever. I said, you know, I have noticed that. You know, it does seem like Mm -hmm. time goes by a little faster. And the way he explained it to me was, he said, think about like a film strip, you know, and you've got so many different like frames per second that play. And he said, as you get older, your brain starts to eliminate some of those frames. And as you get older, there's more and more frames that come out. So instead of it being, you know, this many frames per second when you're younger and things seem longer, as you're getting older, you're taking less and less frames out. So shit seems like it's happening a lot faster. Can I sound like a total asshole? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't think that anything neurological happens to your brain. I think it's all about routine. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I remember when I moved from Seattle to St. Louis. Yeah. The first month that I drove to work, dude, that drive felt like it took forever. And I noticed every billboard and every building and Mm. every street name and everything. And I remember it vividly. Like, I'd see a billboard and I would have thoughts about that product. Like, oh, wow, is that a local beer? You know, blah, blah, blah. Now, when I go down the highway, mm-hmm. I don't notice anything. Right. Because my brain is deleting the things that right. are the same, yeah. that are routine yeah. and things like that. And unfortunately, and this is what I talk about, the part about being an asshole, like that happens to people mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah. Like if I come home and I already know that the conversation is going to go like this. Hi, honey. Oh. Hi, how was your day? <sighs> tough. Mm-hmm. What was tough about it? The kids. Oh, were they giving you trouble? Yeah, they just won't listen. How was your day? It, it, it was work. Yeah. You know, well, what about your day? You know, I really don't want to talk about it because right. it'll just put me right back in that work zone. Okay. Well, when the kids go to bed, what do you want to do? I don't know. Watch TV. Mm-hmm. What do you want to watch? Dude, if that happens all the time, your brain's going to delete it. Right. If that happens every night, or at least every week night, yeah. the week is gone. And if the week is gone, then time's going to go by sure. faster. Sure. Now, if I came in on Monday and I had no job and I go, 
What's happening today? Today we're skydiving. Holy crap, I've never done that. Monday was amazing. Coming on Tuesday, what are we doing today? Oh, dude, we're making crepe Suzette. I've never made crepe Suzette. I don't even know how to begin that. Guess what? You're going to learn. If my week was jam-packed like that, that week would take forever. Mm. And so that's just my theory. Anyway. No, I, I like that because this, the next thing I was going to go to isn't so much about like the, the time, but like you said, I think cumulative experience and stimuli can get to where you become numb to things. Like that's another thing I've noticed big time as I've gotten older is like just not giving a shit. Like there's things when I was younger that if someone would have brought up to me or said, I would have been like, what the fuck? And losing my temper. And it's like, I've experienced these things though so many times that now I go, I, I don't care. Like when I talk to people, I'm like, get to the fucking point. Like I hate a shit ton of backstory now. And I know that my significant other at home, sometimes she feels like she has to justify a decision by giving you a fucking two hour backstory to something. And I'm like, I don't just get to the fucking point. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the backstory. I don't care. I get I it. Hear the decision. Yeah, point, just get to the know. decision. What do get, I have to do? Get to the fucking yes or no, or what you want me to do, or what you want to do. And that's not me being rude. It's not me not caring. But it's like, I get it. I've heard the backstory a billion times. Maybe not from her. Maybe it's through multiple people at work or over the years. But it's like I don't need. To, I get the bullshit that comes along with right. it. Just get to whatever the point is. And it gets to where you almost feel like you're very apathetic about a lot of things. And it's not that it's apathy. It's just, you go, whatever. I've heard it so many fucking, just get to what the point is. Get to what the meat and the potatoes of this whole deal is and and just there. You know, and you tend to become somebody that just doesn't give a shit about most things. Where when you're younger, you you haven't experienced as many of these. So it's like someone could come to you with a problem or maybe you get in trouble and you're you're freaking out like oh my god this is it it's the end of the world but once you've experienced that enough times and you realize it's not the end of the world or you realize that these certain things don't have as many consequences to them as you think they do or they're not as heavy as you thought they were then you start to just not give a shit whenever you get older i don't know i mean maybe i'm the only one that experiences that but no i've actually got a lot to talk about that i don't want to go off on a tangent but i would like to say that if you're st- if you're younger than us and you're still listening to this episode, tune the fuck in because I think we're about to get deep. And I would like it if we do because I think there's too many parents that are an entire generation removed that are influencing the lives of teenagers and 20-somethings. Yeah. And there are not enough of only 10 year removed people that are influencing that generation you know um so if you are listening to my jaw popping and sam's concussion and tim's beard growing too fast (laughs) and you're like dude none of this applies to me this part i think that we're about to get into applies to you and i think we're gonna go ahead and leave it there with that nice little cliffhanger because i am a jerk um so like I said, you don't have to wait a week. You only have to wait a couple of days for part two, and part two is one that you definitely want to tune in for. If you enjoyed where this one went, you're definitely going to like where uh, where this next piece, where this next half of the episode uh, is going. It gets really real, really fast, and uh, you definitely get to get nice and personal with us and our lives in general. So, until next week. 
thanks for listening to How Should I Bro. You can follow Sam at Sam underscore the underscore trainer on Twitter and at Adam Raw STL on just about every other social media imaginable. You can follow me at Tim Hates You on Twitter at Onyx Ed Studios on Instagram. So until Thursday.